my friend is doing a 24-hour gaming marathon for charity and i don't know he's raising money for um uh i don't know cancer research yeah. or something and i'm looking at it he dropped a message in a whatsapp yeah. group and i'm looking at it and thinking i know you want me to sponsor you but it's not really punishment though is it no it's not like he's climbing a mountain I know maybe sleep deprivation can be a little bit tough, but, you know, it's not really punishment. <laughs> he wants his dollars to be earned when contributing to cancer research. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Even shaving your head off or something like that is a better, or, or your eyebrows seems, a, a, you know, something worthy of your money. Yeah, I think he needs, there needs to be some kind of extra element to, you can't just game for 24 hours. I think there needs to be some right. kind of, I don't know, while his balls are in a vice right. or something. You know, it's like something... <laughs> Something extra to justify my money. Can you send money, but there's like um, conditions to, to it? Like balls must be advised before funds are released. As, as soon as the balls are in the vice, his bank balance just goes up. Like contribute, J. George has contributed <laughs> to your cause. Well done, mate. It, it, you're right. It's not even punishment. I mean, it's like me going to, you know, you go into your girlfriend and say, oh, I got to... I've planned to do a sponsored wankathon or something, you know, like... It's yeah, like, exactly. You know, it's like, well, what, what do you want? Well done. <laughs> yeah, right, right. You know, it's not, it's not punishment. I mean, it, like you said, sleep deprivation, but, you know, maybe he needs to readdress the, the terms of his, of his challenge. I, I, I don't like people who run anymore for charity. I feel like they need to be a bit more inventive because like, there's, uh, there's a million runners going, I'm running for this charity, I'm running for that charity. If they were like, yeah, but what, do you what want if there's extra stipulations, <laughs> like I'm running, but um, just, or crawling, crawling a marathon or something like that. I know, but running a marathon is hard enough. No, but it's not very, it's not very, it, it's just white noise to me when, when all these runners are coming. You know, there's so many runners for charity. It'd be good <laughs> if they'd done something a bit more inventive with their charity, you know, and bungee jumping and all that and skydiving, I've got no time for. I just... If anyone asks me for money for that, I automatically yeah. just go, no. Seen it before. <laughs> no. Seen it before, no, in the comments. <laughs> Saving my money for, for a unique challenge. Um, all right, should we start? Yeah, let's do it. It's that time again, listeners. Another episode of I Don't Have Time to Game Anymore. As always, we are your hosts. I'm David Fendalski, and I'm joined by the pre-orderer, the baller, the next-gen adorer. It's Jay. Francis George. All right, Jay? Woof, woof, pod dogs. <laughs> that is a bit of a misnomer, though, because I did manage no. to pre-order, and nor did no, you. Well, that's why I wanted to start <laughs> off, you know, going straight into it. Uh, the time is almost upon us for the new generation of consoles. I know the past few episodes, we've, we've gone over lineups, we've gone over, you know, what we're excited about. But it's, you know, pre-orders, it came and went. It's amazing how quickly the, the new consoles have snuck up on us, I, th I think. Is that just our age group, though? Do you know what I mean? Like, maybe those seven years would have felt like seven years when we were younger. But now, they say time goes faster. Right. Like, to me, I feel, I feel like it's almost the equivalent of, like, you know, like when Sauron in Lord of the Rings starts off, he's like a little eye in the sky. I feel like all of yeah. a sudden, he's like a full-blown, you know, man in a suit. <laughs> not, not a man in a suit, but you know what I mean? He's, he's ready to kick ass. <laughs> Um, you know, it's gone from that eye to like proper fully, f fully formed Sauron in a matter of like, just in a blink of an eye. <laughs> do you ever see Sauron? You've got me thinking now. I don't think you do. You do, do, you? You do at the beginning when he gets his little pinky chopped off, doesn't he? Yeah, but he doesn't really grow apart from... Well, I suppose another, another um, comparison would be Voldemort. <laughs> he, he starts off as nothing, right? 
in the beginning, it's just uh, a bunch of rags, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just... You're right, though. That is a list. If anyone's listening who, who, is, who can remember, like I don't remember seeing Sauron apart from his eye in the sky. If, which is, if that's the case, then there's no need to really be that afraid of him. I, th- I think we've got into this metaphor long <laughs> enough. <laughs> okay, so let's jump into it. Obviously, the, 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 the next generation of consoles are upon us. Jay, um, have you managed to pre-order any of them? Did we talk last time about what we decided to get? Did we go through that? We were maybe alluding to it based on the fact that I think 90% of the show was based on Xbox. We did have a little dabble in the PS5. I'm... I know we said the lineup was a lot stronger. But since since then, the situation has changed. But let's get into that later. What, what was it like for you, Joe? Did you try and pre-order any? Um, I think I totally failed on the PS5. I found out, like, even halfway through the day, it already sold out <laughs> and I wasn't on the button. <laughs> what a gaming podcast. We, don't even, we didn't even bother to... I totally failed on that. <laughs> oh, by the way, I concluded that I'd try and buy both of them in the end. Yeah. But anyway, so I tried to get the PS5. Yeah. Uh, was that out for pre-order first? Yeah, that, yeah. you could pre-order that first. That was right? a mess though as well. That was a mess, right? Like, I, I, when I say a mess, I mean it was just sold out. So it's like... Yeah, but I mean, Microsoft, gloating. But then their pre-order was a shit show as well. Yeah. Because what happened... Yeah, I didn't manage to get the PS5. So I thought I'd, I'll get straight on the Xbox. I think within 15 minutes of it being available to pre-order i was on it well amazon was sold out like immediately yeah so i was trying to get it off the microsoft store then but their payment gateway went down all day and by the time i managed to get through it, it said it's sold out so that was a shit show as well so it was both terrible both the ps5 and the xbox pre-ordering situation was terrible and you had the same problem dave right well i managed to actually get one in the cart and i thought this is happening like I was, yeah, that's what I did. Yeah. I just couldn't get through the payment gateway. Well, I, yeah, I was. I even I put my payment in and everything because I got it from like I think over here was Target or something like that. And I put all my details in. I thought, oh yeah, I'm laughing now. I got it. And I was going for the Xbox Series X, not the not the Series S. But I think it was the same with both of them. And mm. I just started, you know, complete order. And then there's oh, there's been an issue with your order. And it's like for fuck's sake. And then I just kept on trying to refresh. And it's just a mad dash, right? It's like a mad dash to try and refresh. And I'm, I'm going from site to site. It's just they, they should have a better system, I feel like, than just like... There should be a queue, not just a free-for-all. Yeah, I think I heard news. I think GameStop, which is like the equivalent of game over there, had some sort of queue system where if you went on their website, it would say you're in the queue for an Xbox, you know, hold on sort of thing. So the question now is, what's, what's the plan now? I don't think there's any due before launch. Yeah, they said November. Which is which is launch, which is launch. Let me check. The, so the official launch of the Xbox is November the 10th. November the 10th. And release date for the PS5. Well, it's November 12th, it says in select countries. I'm not sure if we're on that list, maybe. And then November 19th worldwide, potentially an extra two days after. So Xbox is coming out first. I have a bad feeling that I'm not going to be able to get either again, even for the second round. And I'll be on it. Are manuals things anymore? I mean, hopefully we can still sniff the manual. I don't know. It depends. Are you going to get the digital version? That's the thing. Have you decided whether to get the digital version of the PS? Mm. I mean, the Xbox is not even on the cards, but... you make. I mean, it's only $100 difference. So the PS5 is 499 as is the Xbox Series X. The digital edition of the PS5 is 399 and the Xbox Series S is 299 but the S doesn't really appeal to... I mean, it's such a... I, you know, I just feel a bit dirty buying a, a lesser-powered console. 
Yeah, but I think that's designed for parents that have kids that just yeah. want to get on next gen and don't really care too much. They just want to, you know, be like their friends and have the latest stuff. Right. And they won't they won't even notice anything. Right. And as for the PS5, I'm thinking, I mean, $100 isn't that much of a difference if you think about, like you said, trading in games, if you want to like sell games and stuff like that. I mean, I do like the, I do like the appeal of all digital, not just for like the environment. With- yeah, but you can still buy, even if you get the disc version, Dave, you can still go digital if you want to. The thing is, a lot of the time you go on the PS digital store and it'll be like $15 more right, than uh, the physical edition. Yeah, or, so or even there's no way yeah. you're going to pay fifteen dollars more unless you're like so desperate for the game you want to play it now, now, now. It's just not it's not going to happen. It has come down a bit. I mean, it is more in par now with the physical copies, but it's just the whole, like you said, it, it, you can send it back. Yeah, you can resell it. I I don't think from an economical point of view, it doesn't make sense getting the digital edition. Right for me, but, anyway. I was laughing because I saw um, a lot of people who was in the. Was then the news they had they got really excited because they thought they pre-ordered an Xbox Series X and a lot of people. Oh, actually, it was the, it was, the Xbox X. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I don't know what you're worried about, mate. I got I got five for my family, and then you get the Xbox X on. Well, you probably get it in the next few days, and you'd be like, oh, they gave it to me early as well. Yeah, it's bad form of Microsoft that their naming conventions all over the place. Right, even it's I have mess. to like sometimes check, like sometimes like oh, Series X X is like. Uh, you know, mm. at least with PS5, you know where you're at, right? So what, which one are you most excited for now then, Jay? I'm most excited for the PS5 because of the games again. Yeah. Especially the Spider-Man Ultimate Edition. Yeah. Um, that's really appealing for me because they've remastered the original Spider-Man on PS4 and then released the Miles Morales one as well in, in one package. There's nothing like that on launch anyway for the Xbox. There's nothing like that. Although for the actual console itself, I'm more excited for the xbox i think it looks like a sleeker package i also hear that it's very quiet like the running noise i'm not sure about the ps5 but um it's supposed to be much quieter than the, even the xbox one yeah i suppose that is important you don't want a lot of noise in your consoles i remember the ps4 was quite noisy yeah it was quite noisy i mean you don't notice it if you've got headphones on but it's still i don't know it's just like a nice extra touch it sounds like it's straining when it's kicking the fans off right and it, it doesn't feel as slick right Right, well, that, that leads us on to our next point, which is, you know, you know, you were saying about how PS5 has the upper hand when it comes to games. What, what do you make of the acquisition from Microsoft of um, Bethesda? So yeah. they've actually acquired, I think, their parent company, which is like ZeniMax Media. Oh, really? I thought Bethesda was the parent. No, there's actually a parent company, which is ZeniMax. And Bethesda okay. falls within that. Hmm. Maybe it was just the most notable name. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of, I mean, you know, these some of the titles they've brought out. You're talking your Dooms, your Fallout, your Skyrim's, Wolfenstein's, Dishonored, Prey. They are big games. I mean, I'll be wondering how this pans out. Like, what sort of like, you know, are they going to throw the PlayStation a few a few bones with these games, or they're just going to try and hog? Apparently, they are. I read that they, it's very likely that they are because Sony will still pay buckets of money for these things. Uh, but I think what you might end up finding is that there'll be more timed exclusives. Right. A bit like, uh, you know, Tomb Raider was available on Xbox for a year before it was available on the PS and blah, blah, blah. Right. Which is, it's still probably fine if you've got a PS5. The one thing to consider is that the PlayStation Studio games will never go to the Xbox. 
So, for example, Spider-Man will never go to the Xbox and Ratchet and Clank will never go to the Xbox. Yeah. So, But Halo would never go to PS5. Yeah, but there's, in my opinion, there's not as many no. uh, must-have games on, on the Xbox. I mean, Sony's definitely gone down the route of like, we're going to make some AAA games and we're going to make them exclusive and that's going to be our, one of our key selling points. Well, funny enough, I wrote down a, a quote. I don't know, there's a Mr. Ryan. He must be high up in the PlayStation ecosystem. Right. He was asked about whether PlayStation would offer something to compete with Game Pass. Yep. Because they don't have anything to... Well, it's yeah. not quite like yeah, Game Pass where PS you just get now, a subscription. But it's not, it's not really... It says here, um, when I questioned Mr. Ryan about the possibility of a similar service, he said PlayStation was about big blockbuster games that cost a lot to make. So a similar subscription service model would not make financial sense. I think they're going to stick in their camp of, no, you have to pay money to get these games and we're going to make the best, biggest games. A bit like a cinema ticket or something. Right. You have to experience it in the cinema. And to me, to me, that's a more... Financially, yeah, it's more expensive, but it's a more attractive thing. It's that, it's that, I feel like a lot of companies do that where they're like, you know, they're making it almost like an exclusive thing and people are like oh you know if you, if you buy a playstation you're part of this exclusive like high-end brand of gaming that's what nintendo's like yeah in, in a way right right that is you're right you're right microsoft seems to be just like <laughs> just firing anyone take yeah. broad shots yeah yeah which makes sense for a certain sort of customer but i think playstation is trying to appeal more to the hardcore gamer right well, maybe that's what I mean. Maybe this, this is a smart move from Microsoft because maybe they've realized they can't really compete with Sony on that front. The Game Pass, is, I know, has done really well for them. And it sounds like a smart move to, you know, they're buying up different companies here, there and everywhere. So I think they needed to. Yeah. I think they needed to buy someone like Bethesda. They must have felt like they were falling behind. I feel like they needed to. Yeah, they're definitely flexing, flexing their financial muscle. All right, moving on. Something that's actually tweaked my interest in terms of game releases in the past few weeks. It's actually a bit of a nostalgia thing. There's a few games that I just wanted us to quickly talk about. Um, one of them's not out yet, but I know me and you have been big fans of it in the past, and that's the Sands of Time remake. So the Prince of Persia mm -hmm. Sands of Time remake, there was a trailer released on all consoles, I believe. I, I imagine so. I don't see... I, uh, who makes it again? Is it, it Ubisoft, right? Definitely Xbox Ubisoft. and PlayStation. Yeah, it was Ubisoft, yeah. So that's... I'm not sure the release date of it, but I, I can't imagine it taking too long if it's a remaster. January. It's January. Oh, so it's still a while. What, are you excited? I mean, what are your memories of the, the original? Uh, it was a great game. Yes, I know. I, I felt like the announcement came out of nowhere and the fact that it's out in January and there's no build-up, I kind of feel like they're just putting it out there. It didn't seem like a AAA kind of release. You think it's a bit rushed? I think it'll probably be okay, but it doesn't seem like they've given it the triple a treatment yeah i don't know ubisoft though i don't know ubisoft usually have yeah but you saw the trailer it looked it looked nice but it didn't look like it was pushing any boundaries it looked like they were just going oh should we make a remake yeah yeah okay go yeah. on then do it yeah it doesn't look like there's that much love gone into it it's because they know people like us will still lap it up regardless like all they need to i'll lap it up yeah you're like a dog waiting for the dinner, right? And they've just put, you've, you haven't been fed for a few I'm days. Drooling. You haven't been fed for a few days. And then they put a big pile of schlup down on the floor. And that schlup is sands of time. And you're just like, ah, it's going everywhere. My eyes are wild. And it, and it is something that will be consumed very quickly as well, sands of time. Because it wasn't a long, long game. 
yeah, very excited about that because I really loved the first one. Probably one of my favorite games. Oh, it was of great. All time. It was great of all time. Of all time. It, it was so perfectly formed, like a shortish game, but distinct every section. Combat great. Uh, the feeling of all the Parker. Yeah. Uh, moves and it, it really had a great. sense of magic, right? Like a sense of, like there was something about it that was like a bit I magical. remember I really liked the interplay between the two different characters, all the dialogue and things. It just felt. Which, if you think it about felt it, like it, it had maybe, soul. Maybe it was ahead of its time with like how Last of Us. Remember how La- like Last of Us and God of War have the whole companion, you know, the relationship between the two characters? Yeah, I think so. Chatting back and forth and stuff. Like, I feel like it was ahead of its time when it comes to that. I'm excited to play it again because I, I mean, I honestly can't remember any of it. And I've played a few of the, the, the sequels since then. Yeah. None of the sequels were just quite up to it, was it? No. I think there were a few good ones. Remember the, um, the cel-shaded one? That was good. Yeah, that was good. On the, yeah, that was a good one. I think that was underrated as well. That was really good. That was underrated. And I felt, it felt weird that they didn't really... Pick it up. It's sort of been reincarnated several different times and they can never stick to anything. Right. But that was good, yeah. I mean, they they went off the boil a bit, didn't they? Do you remember they went all like emo and like angry, and he was like, ah! And every time oh, he was awful. every time he sw- swung his like you know his awful his sword, it was terrible. They tried to. Tap. I've never seen a franchise butchered so much, right? But as as you know, for this remake goes, me and Jay very much we want it like a big pile of dog food, <laughs> and. The other um, trip down memory lane is I noticed they re-released, I mean, they're always doing this Nintendo, they're sly little buggers when it comes to like rehashing things, is they've released like Super Mario 64, Galaxy and Super Mario Sunshine in like one package for the Switch, like updated, I guess, visuals and stuff. But for me, the one I wanted to just quickly go over is, is Super Mario Sunshine, yes. a game which I remember playing quite a bit. And I don't think gets as much. Maybe it doesn't get as much love. I feel like it doesn't get as much love as it should. Like I really enjoyed that game, and it was it was, it was a different Mario game than a bit how Galaxy went off the off the chart a bit. It was like a different format of of, of Mario platforming. I feel like it it got really good reviews, but it was never like the Galaxy. Right. What was the other one? Those Super Mario Galaxy games. Odyssey. Odyssey. Yeah, the Odyssey games. I feel I felt like those two iterations got a lot more love than Sunshine did. I loved Sunshine. I loved the the whole, you know, with the graffiti and stuff and it was a it was a great game. I guess I mean you don't have a Switch, so we're not picking it up, but I guess good memories. Good memories. I don't you know what, I don't think I'll get a Switch. The only thing that'll convince me now to get a Switch might be Metroid. Yeah. I think that's the only thing. Or someone threatening you to tell you to buy a Switch. Yeah, I can't imagine that happening. <laughs> well, my my moto, my, you know, sales are down. <laughs> is that Jay? He goes one he calls up, time. Is that Jay Francis George? You better buy a switch because I'm gonna come over there and smash. My moto, spent it all his time going through the phone book. <laughs> He's got a massive phone book. There's a big phone book. People who don't own switches, and he goes through. Just, for every different country just randomly picking names i'm gonna give it to this chain charge now <laughs> you'd have to cross-reference me with uh whether I, the receipts for the, the switches <laughs> to make sure he's not got a false positive yeah jay's panicking getting all his receipts in order i'm sorry mr it won't happen again i did buy one once i did i did don't <laughs> 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 sold it <laughs> it's no t- <laughs> Too late, Mr. Judge. 
I, I like how you're verging on, yeah. verging on a slightly racist no, accent. No, 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 Just enough, just enough yeah. to keep within the realms of acceptability. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and then the last game I just wanted. I'm just, I just, you know, wanted to bring these games up. Is Tony Hawk's? I noticed is also released. Um, Dave, I, hello, can you hear oh, me? You just, you just, you just cut out. Oh, did I? No, Tony Hawk's is another one that's released. Yeah, yeah, you cut out a bit. Yeah, Tony Hawk's. Okay. <laughs> Tony Hawk's. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It is Tony Hawk's, right? Hawks. It is Tony Hawk's, right? Yeah, it is Tony Hawk's. For some yeah. reason, I'm questioning the name Tony, but it is Tony Hawk skateboarding. You know, it's one of those things where if you say a name over and over again, then you, you start questioning yeah, whether it's... Yeah, I'm like looking at it on my... I'm looking at it on my screen. I'm like, it doesn't look right, Tony Hawk's. But it is. And... You know that, that I know they've re-released that. Um, were you a fan of the original, or did you not really bother? It was a bit of a um, it was a bit of a cult classic, right? Back in the day, I feel like I never played this game myself. I remember my friend James having it, and it felt like to me it, it sort of encapsulated that that teenage decade where you you hang out and you know all the cool people have got a PlayStation. You just sort of hang out with Play with um, Tony Hawk. I don't know. Well, I was a bit too young for it to drink beer, but maybe. A cup of coffee. <laughs> wow, <laughs> rebellious J Judge. No, but well, may, okay, maybe like you, you would play it for a couple of hours when you have a sleepover with your mates or something. It just seemed to be one of those games that were on in the background all the time, and the the soundtrack and an iconic soundtrack for me. It encapsulated like one of the PlayStation's brands, right? And will you be getting it again? No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it brings me back to such happy memories. Ah, those days and the sleepovers. Ah, beautiful. Great times, great times. Will you be buying it? Nah. (laughs) No time for that shit. Not me. Well, you know when you feel like you really want something and then you get given it and then you're like, oh, actually, I don't want it. Yeah, you know what? I feel like my time just talking with you about it now is enough. Like, I feel like just, just going over it now, I feel like I've played it a bit. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so, I, I just needed to think about it for a few minutes. God, I could play the entire back catalogue of the PlayStation just thinking about each game. I just, <laughs> just about, yeah. The Switch comes out with yeah. Metroid, so you just think about it for five minutes oh, and realise you don't need to you, buy a Switch. I, I go Metro Prime, you're like, you think, your eyes go like a bit like, you know, like Undertaker? <laughs> where they roll into the back of my head. Yeah, yeah. And then you open them and you say, complete it. <laughs> I just, I just go for each one. You know, like um, the Matrix when he learns kung fu. Yeah. He's like, his head's like jitters, and he goes, "I know kung fu." Know. You do the same. You go, "I've completed Metroid. <laughs> <laughs> I've played Tony Hawk." That would save you a fortune, right? Okay, so that, I just wanted to go. That was a bit of a trip down, I suppose, memory lane back in the day. <laughs> we walked down there, and then we walked back. <laughs> we walked down, we're not <laughs> by any apart from Sands of Time. We are, we are committed. That's, that's, yeah. that's no yeah. laughing matter, Sands of Time. Regardless, no. it, it, you know, if it's a cheap remake that they haven't really spent much time, the fact that it will be still better than the original, like graphics-wise, I think we're gonna, that's enough. That's enough. Yep. Right? They don't have to do much. They know their audience. With the dogs, woof woof. Um, just a quick note now before I go into our last little point is the Nintendo 3DS is discontinued. I mean, do you do you care? Were you ever? Don't care. You don't care. You had it once. We've. I think that's one of those consoles where me and Jay we had it in high school or something, didn't we? Wasn't it an impulse buy? Yeah, maybe not the 3DS, maybe the DS, but it's one of those ones where we did that a couple of times, yeah. didn't we, Dave? Yeah. 
we started to talking about it and get excited. Then before you know it, we're walking down to game with our wallets open. Yeah, exactly. We, I remember we catch a train or something on the first minute of the train, but we get we go there. It, it was almost like a fix before the next consoles, right? Like it, it felt like a, mm. a mini fix. Okay, so we don't really care about the Nintendo discontinuing. The last thing I just wanted to go over, Jay, is this is October's edition of the podcast. Uh, yep. So I think it's only right to, you know, somewhat mention Halloween and that holiday. Oh my God, up. we'll be there again. Yeah, but, but, but we've done three Halloween games now. By the time we, it's not really a game, but I just wanted us to go over, you know, in a Halloween spirit, what makes a game scary for you? Like, is there a particular type of game that you find scarier than others? Are you a jump scare man, Jay? I think just the sense of dread, the sense of dread, like... Uh, PT, um, what, was what was the one? PT, PT, PT. we always talk about PT demo. PT demo was scary. It's like a horror movie, right? The more action there is, the less scary it becomes. It, it's almost the lack of action that makes it... So lack of action, I mean, for you... Uh, Outlast, that was... Oh, I you, that was you played was. that, did you? That was a long, that's an early game. I believe that was free one month on uh, Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, that was anything with anything chasing me always gets me right. Like if anything's chasing you, like all of a sudden, I think that was without last. All of a sudden, something jumps out and starts chasing you. You know, any anything being chased, your backs to it, yeah. and you don't know where it's behind you. Yeah, or you don't have any weapons or anything to defend yourself against, right? Because like the Resident Evils, you've always got guns and stuff, and the zombies or whatever. You know, there are jump scares, but I feel like you're still well prepared. You've got the shotgun and stuff. Well, talking about Resident Evil, they had a, a new trailer for the new one, didn't the they? The village, right? Aren't they the trying village? to, yeah, they're trying to go back to uh, survival horror, aren't they? Rather than survival action. Well, I thought that's what a Resident Evil. What was the last seven? One? They yeah. tried to do that with seven, but I think they're trying to go even further now. Yeah, I saw. A, I, I haven't seen the trailer, but I saw a picture of the village. It just looks like some old crow just smiling at you, which does look pretty scary, to be honest. I mean, the village. You know, yeah. If you had an old, I always thought Resident yeah. Evil Four was the perfect center point for between action and horror. Right, with a bit of madness. Um, but then you've got the. Yeah, you know, I never really. I th- I thought they should have gone back to that. I don't know why they moved away from that. That, that for me, that was like the perfect formula. Right. Well, will you will you be playing mm. any scary games over the over the the Halloween no. period? <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't really like them. And that's it for this week. Unless you, Jay, have anything you want to bring to the table? No, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> maybe maybe just you know to 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 end the podcast, you should just bark at the listeners for just a few seconds. <laughs> like you did at the beginning of one episode. <laughs> I remember um, I remember I gave a talk about how to do the perfect podcast. <laughs> and I gave a, a just for the for the listeners, for the listeners, here's a funny story. I gave a talk uh, at a local meetup. There was a, a group of people there. I was talking about I was talking about how to make a podcast, all the technical things. And then I was given I was given presentational <laughs> tips saying what you should aim for, keep blah con- blah blah. Keep consistent uh, with your, your introduction. Keep it simple, keep it precise. Keep- and then I realized that the latest episode we just released had Dave barking for about the first ten <laughs> seconds of the podcast. I can just imagine them switching it on and you all I hear is woof, woof, woof. <laughs> they think, oh this guy's a fraud. 
He's telling me that my my introduction is too too predictable. You can't be professional. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's so good. with that, woof woof. Hot dogs. <laughs> that's not really it. You got to give us some welly, Jay. Woof woof. Hot dogs. <laughs> okay, listeners. We'll see you again next month, same time, same place. Oh, Jay, how can they get hold of us? Go and tell them. You can get hold of us by tweeting us at IDHTTGA or you can favorite us on your podcast app or even better, tell a friend about a podcast and rate us on iTunes. That's all from us. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.